episode of the Never Lose a Deal podcast. And so today I am coming to you with a different type of perspective. The title of this podcast video broadcast is How Do the Poor Keep Financial Score? And so, like I said, this is a different perspective with what I usually discuss um, when I am, you know, on um, video. But I think it's something that needs to be discussed, at least I want to discuss it, um, based on some conversations that I have had um, with clients and um, personally with someone that I know. And so before, you know, anyone gets alarmed, I know the title may spook you a little, you know, how do the poor keep financial score? Now, this is not to make a mockery of those who are disenfranchised or those who are struggling financially. Um, that's why I said this is going to be a different perspective. Um, this conversation is really going to talk about how you or someone that you know, or even yourself to go within and ask yourself, what measure do you put in place, place to be able to assess your financial means of wealth or access to money? And so the reason why I, I decided to do a video on this is because me being someone who is in the business financing space, primarily working with service-based entrepreneurs, primarily real estate investors who are looking to leverage capital to expand their real estate portfolio, I often come in contact with individuals who are just looking for funding. And depending on what pockets of the world, and when I say the world, the internet world, you are in, there is a common dialogue that is happening um, on the internet to have people to believe that they can get access to sums and sums and sums of money without having anything. And that is why I wanted to talk about that because as I have grown as an individual, as I have grown as a business owner, as I have grown um, just in, in terms of investing in real estate, I have learned, and this is why I said, this is not to make a mockery, but it's to have individuals to think that the lowest form of wealth is actual cash and money. That's the lowest form. If you have not heard me talk about the business funding capital stack, um, it is a process that I share with clients um, about where they may measure themselves when it comes to accessing capital. The lowest form is at the bottom of the capital stack. And those are individuals who are trying to get access to credit cards or what have you. And there's nothing wrong with that. You got to start somewhere because I'm a big advocate of, and I'm not going to go into that in this, this video that, you know, a lot of times when you want to access capital, credit cards, hence your personal credit is the fastest way to get you there. And that is just what I believe. 
but I wanted to do a different perspective because I remember years ago, I'm going to share a story with you. Um, years ago, I remember, um, and you know, and I may be dating myself, but I remember about 10 years ago, there was a thing called the millionaire mind intensive. And so the millionaire mind intensive were, were these three day weekend workshops, usually started on a Friday, ended on a Sunday. And they were created by this author named T. Harv Eckert. He wrote the millionaire, um, I forget the, 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 the book, the millionaire mind or something like that. And it's been it's been years since I've read the book, but I remember the author was T. Harvecker. And so during this whole weekend, um, you got to learn about wealth building, money consciousness, and a lot of other things. And it was there that I learned the concept of your money thermostat. And your money thermostat had to do with where you lie on the frequency to be able to access money, opportunities, building wealth, et cetera. And so individuals, of course, I'm doing my own summation of what I think the program was, was that a lot of times individuals who struggle with any type of money um, situations usually have a low money thermostat. And so that had me thinking, and I shared that with someone because I shared it with my client, that concept is because many people don't understand the, the difference between how a person could get access to whatever they desire, whether it be money, whether it be wealth. And I'm noticing, like I said, in this internet world, that there are individuals who are trying to get access to capital, access to money with nothing. And that is why I did videos talking about that if you own assets, your ability to get funding is not hard. And so the individuals who are trying to get access to capital, access to money, usually don't have nothing. They don't have a business and, and, and caution. I'm going to, I'm going to caution you. I'm going to say some things that, you know, may irritate some individuals because depending on, um, you know, what you're tuned into you know, there are a group of individuals who believe that if you have a business that, that isn't doing anything, that isn't generating any income, that doesn't have, you know, no, no revenue, that, you know, and, and you're not leveraging personal credit, that, you know, that you're just going to get all this money. And like I said, this video is not about that. It is about how individuals keep financial score. And what I've noticed is that the individuals who are on the low scale of the money thermostat, meaning money just is, is just escapes them. They, they're not sure where it comes from. They, they believe that, you know, they are just entitled to just get, you know, these sums and sums of money without putting any skin in the game. And usually 
the way they measure wealth is cash in the bank. Cash in the bank. You know, let me just get cash. And I'm always that person that let's create a revenue generating asset that once it's generating some type of income, money becomes your oyster. But because there is a group of individuals who just believe that cash is the pathway to getting more money, they're not, they don't understand that if you want to play the money game and you want to play it in, in terms of getting access to capital, getting access to more sums of money, it doesn't come from more cash. That is why when it comes to funding and finances, a lending institution is never going to ask you how much money do you have in the bank. And so if an individual just has just money, that, that's it. It's just some money in the bank. But there's no means on how they're going to get new money in the bank. It's pretty much slim to none that they're going to be maxed out to what their accessibility to capital, um, to what they, they want to get. Because lending institutions understand that what is more, more valuable is having a revenue generating asset, whether it's a business, whether it's real estate, is because when you own an asset that creates money, for you it's a it's a it's pretty much a vehicle that can create money getting more money is not a problem but when you just have cash the ability unless the person really knows how to take this cash and create more cash that's the only time that's that that can that can be of value and and 90 percent of the time when a person is taking the cash that they have and making it more cash, and I'm talking from a legal standpoint, they're either going to put it in the asset that can create them that can create more cash, whether they're buying an asset, whether they're going to invest in an asset. At the end of the day, it's in a vehicle that can create more of what it is that you want. And so going back to what led me to this topic is that I had a client who has ownership of two real estate assets with the possibility to own a third one. Prior to the person coming to me, once again, not understanding how to keep financial score, the person thought they had a funding problem. They thought they had a funding problem. And when I explained to them what the opportunities that can be presented to them because they are in possession and they have ownership of two assets and soon to be three, 
They don't have a money problem. But see, individuals who are operating at a low money thermostat, they're going to think they, they need cash. I, I, I got to have cash. And this is where when you don't understand the correlation between an asset generating um, uh, an asset generating vehicle versus you just having cash, what happens is, is you just continue being in a cycle of I need money, I need money, not knowing that you have a vehicle that's sitting right here that can be your oyster. Let me share another story with you. I knew someone who owned a piece of property and they had equity in it. It was untapped. They never touched it. But they had a running story of, I don't have it. I don't have it. I don't have it. I don't have no money. I don't have no money. I don't have, but they're literally sitting on an asset that they own with a very low balance. So there was a ton of equity, even in the condition that the property was in, it was still a ton of equity that they could have tapped into. But they had a running story of, I don't have it. I don't have it. I don't have it. Let me explain the correlation of what happened with that person not understanding that they had it. They didn't understand why there were sources that were coming against them where institutions were trying to put liens on the asset, take control of the asset, not by happenstance because it, not by happenstance, but it was because the person was in a cycle of they didn't have it, they didn't have it, they didn't have no money. And so when things would come up in terms of financial things that would come up with what they, they needed, they ignored it. What do you mean by that, Lerudia? Uh you, you know, you, you think you were in a bind, so you, you stop paying a mortgage. Or you think you're in a bind and you stop paying this bill. And see, this is what, and I had to explain this to the person because they're close to me. So, of course, I spoke to them in, 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 in truth and understanding. I said to them, see, the problem is, is that since you have been living so long in this cocoon of you don't have it, you don't have it, and you don't understand how the money game is played because the money game is not played by cash, cash, cash. The money game is played by owning assets. Assets will trump cash any day. But see, the, the difference is, is that people who are operating at a low money thermostat who have never even had access to cash or the ability to get access to cash they're going to think having a whole bunch of cash is it. Not knowing that they are sitting on an, an asset, a money generating vehicle that can give them cash when they want access to it. 
And so people who are smarter than you, hence financial institutions, other businesses, they know the value of an asset. That is why lending institutions will lend any day to someone who has collateral versus someone who just saying, I got cash, I got cash, I got cash. Believe you me, I understand unsecured financing. I, I have hundreds of videos talking about that topic. But eventually you have to graduate from the unsecured space, meaning just getting access to money with no assets to a place of securing assets if you want to play at this game of accessing capital. And that is why I told the person that I know and I told them, see, you don't know the value of owning an asset with very small equity. I mean, uh, a ton of equity. You have a low mortgage balance, but you have a ton of equity. But those who are smarter than you and those who understand the money game, they know the value of that. Which is why they'll, they'll rather slap a lien on your asset to get their money. Because they know it's a ton of equity. They're going to win. Hence, going back to how the poor keeps financial score. You have individuals here, you know, and, and I say it's really just a pocket of the population. And I want to say 10% of the population when it comes to access to capital. I know if you're on the internet and you look like me, you think that everyone is trying to access capital by just having an LLC and an EIN. And, and some people will spend more time, they will spend more time trying to do credit builders, look for lending institutions who are going to lend to them for, for, for nothing, for just having a pulse and a legal entity instead of spending time creating an asset that generates a revenue that generates revenue or invest in an asset that can generate revenue. Now one may say, depending on where you are with your money thermostat, the person who's on a on a low money stat is already said it, saying in their head, well if I had some access to some cash, I can I could do that, Larelia. I, I, I can I can buy you know a, a property and and it and it cash flow and now I own an asset. Oh, I could start a business, and and it can and it, it can start generating me some assets. See, I I need I need business credit. I, I need I need business funding, and so you have a pocket of people rather spend all their time with getting business funding, business capital, because how they keep financial score is by cash, which is on the lowest, lowest level of the totem pole. Once again, this video is not meant to make a mockery, but it's just to have people to think, zoom out for a second and really understand. If, if you're in this for the, for the long haul, 
Because like I said, most people, if you if you watch my video, you may not be tuned in doing this for the long haul, playing the long game. Some people really are in it to just get get a quick get a quick flip. And if that's you, you're operating in a place that how you keep financial score is cash in the bank. So anyone that knows that you're at that level, that's how they're going to speak to you. <laughs> they're going to speak to you from that place because they know that you come from an environment where accessibility of cash was not readily available or you didn't have an asset generating vehicle that you can pull from and, and, and lending institutions will lend to you just because you have ownership in that asset. Like I said, this conversation that I'm having has been around longer than me. Nothing new under the sun. Besides a little differences in interest rates and, and the current economy, but the landscape of what I'm talking to goes all the way back. Thousands and thousands and thousands of years back. We have always lived in the place of if I'm the, 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 the Phillips family and I have a farm full of chickens, I can always exchange it with Mr. Jones who have milk and we can do an exchange. As long as I have something, because my asset is chickens, that lay eggs and Mr. Jones got cows who have milk. And then the lending institution will lend to Mr. Jones. He can, and, and it's going to lend to me because we own something that can easily be provided to people who want something. But imagine if you have nothing. The game of getting access to things, hence capital, credit, funding, finances, it just becomes harder. It just becomes harder. So my point in all this is really consider and look at how you keep financial score. Those who are playing at a very big game, it's not because of cash in the bank. And like I said, when I first started this video, I'm not one to make mockery or what have you. This is just things that I have learned in my journey. Years and years of study. When I first started creating content online, I, I, I talked about it from a place of, you know, uh, uh, rebuilding your credit, getting your credit right, and you just sitting like 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 a bird on a branch and you don't do nothing because you just want to be able to pay cash for everything i subscribed to that too it wasn't because it was because i didn't know better but then once i started getting in other circles and getting access to information and opportunities and then i started seeing how things were being played out the cash wasn't it cash wasn't it. it it'll get you some things but if you don't have the discipline to turn that cash to make it to something bigger 
it will escape you. That's why I never, I've never had a problem with what, what I teach and what I do with telling people um, that leveraging your personal credit to get access to funding is the, is a process to getting capital. I have never had a problem with that because I always subscribe to number one, financial stewardship, how you do anything is how you do everything. So if you're not paying your personal credit, nine times out of 10, you're not going to pay your business credit. And I know there are individuals out there who will tell you always oh, business credit and you're not responsible. Well, nothing wrong with that. I'm not here to dispute it. I'm not here to say it's not true or it's, it's untrue, but all I'm going to say, I don't subscribe to that. So my point to you today is start to measure how you keep financial score, especially if you are in a place of that you are going to access capital or want to leverage credit or want to leverage funding or interested in business financing, begin to understand how you keep financial score and then start to measure it with how lenders keep financial score because that's how really it all comes together remember lowest level of the totem pole is credit cards so one may say well Aurelia, you know credit cards you know you don't have to do that and that that may that may be that may be the case but if you are looking to move up the ladder of financing you know, for me, what I teach clients, unsecured, secured, asset-based product, at the end of the day, it's going to be about how you how you keep financial score. When you when you try to get, you know, uh private money from private individuals or companies, they're 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 going nine times out of ten, they're gonna measure that based on an asset. They're not gonna base it on cash because once again, then why would you be leveraging what they have if it was just cash? It's measured on things much bigger. But once again, that's all I have for today. And thanks for joining me. Um, once again, if you um, are watching this on YouTube, please leave me a comment. Let me know what you think. Also going to be broadcasting this on all the podcasts uh, networks were on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio. So please leave a rating. Um, you know, let me know your thoughts because what's done on YouTube doesn't carry on, to, uh, carry over to the podcasting um, platforms. And uh, once again, this is Larelia. If you're watching a replay on YouTube, please leave me your thoughts. Let me know what you think. And once again, I'll see you in the next episode. Bye-bye.